morning. Welcome to the Mackey Method podcast with Marcus Mackey. And today is kind of a on the spur of the moment podcast. This episode is kind of an impromptu episode as uh, our amazing production team, um, Brand Crumb, shout out to them, who uh, allowed me to come and record 30 minutes prior to this. Appreciate them. Um, I wanted to get in here and just share some thoughts. I had some thoughts over the weekend. Today's Monday. I had some thoughts over the weekend. A lot of things that has been going on business wise for me. And I thought it's it was it's good to share in the moments that you're going through. I think it's easy to talk about some things after you've experienced them, but it's good to talk about them in the middle. Um, actually, to that point, we were actually going to name this podcast uh, In the Middle with Mackie. I think we shared that before, uh, where a lot of people talk about the beginning of a thing and they talk about the end. You know, the beginning, they had, uh, you know, one computer and two people or whatever. However, they started business or family or whatever. They had $2 in their pocket and they grew it to a billion dollar industry, right? But <clears throat> there's parts in the middle that are challenging, they're hard. And if you aren't careful, um, sometimes you will forsake what you're going through or the pursuit of what you're trying to achieve because you're looking for that happy ending. Um, I I have found myself in the middle of something. I've been in, I've been in the middle of a lot of things, and I've overcome a lot of things. And this is um, one of the things that I am in the middle of. You know, our business is at a point where it's growing, but it's in transition. We are um, anticipating some larger projects. We're doing some of our smaller ones, and we are in great, like, days away, like two weeks away, a few months away of in great anticipation of being awarded or signing contracts on some larger ones. You know, T.D. Jakes has a statement of, what are you doing while you're waiting for the bus to come? Um, and I think that is something that can be applied uh, in many different facets, right? There's things that you want to achieve and there's things that you want to um, go after. And sometimes it's hard because you're in the you're waiting for something. And I'm kind of there. I'm waiting uh, and doing the groundwork while we wait. Um, but I cannot lie and say that it hasn't been easy. It has been very frustrating. And so what I want to do is share with someone that may be in the middle of something um, some of the things that I am doing <laughs> while I'm waiting. Anytime you are anticipating something, if you don't have patience, you will burn out very quickly. And sometimes what fuels your patience pr practically all the time is what fuels your patience is your passion. So passion is the why you do something, why I'm in business, why I have a family, why I'm in school. Whatever that why is, you have to keep it in the forefront of everything you do. Because if you don't, you will quickly lose sight and then you will do things based on uh, money. You do things based on time. You would do things based on many different factors. But when you know your why, it gives you the ability to be patient. It gives you the ability to be sound. It gives you the ability 
to be able to hold your emotions. So I am reminded daily of my why. I started this company, you know, be impressive, not to um, um, uh, make a lot of money, honestly. Uh, I started Verity to be able to have the ability and the freedom and the opportunity to build cool things for people and to give other people opportunity to uh, have opportunities that they wouldn't normally get. And it's it's a challenge, but um, it is something that I am experiencing. So I would say knowing my passion, knowing the passion will drive your patience. The next thing is never give up. There's There's been a lot of battles and I'll be transparent. We have some very difficult clients. We have some very hard clients. Uh, we have a client who's, I guess, trying to sue us right now. We have clients who are unhappy with us for what they don't understand. And I am not the first person to put blame, but um, what I will say is that you do get tired of fighting. You get tired of doing and and constantly pressing, constantly pushing, and it seems like resistance is, is like, on several different angles, but if you if you can still see it, like you should keep going, no matter what. However, you can find a way. You may disappoint some people, you may upset some people, but you have to keep going um, because you don't want to disappoint your seventy-year-old uh, self or your forty-year-old self, or even the the you a year from now, um, and so. How that looks is, you know, the Bible says that whatever you do, do it with all your might. And if you can do something with all of your might and throw everything at it, you know, it's it's eventually going to break. It's like taking a sledgehammer and hitting it against a concrete wall. Yes, the concrete wall was made to resist those type of um, those type of hits but a constant beating at it. I used to chip concrete (laughs) before I got into construction management. And our bosses used to tell us, continue, just keep going at it, keep going at it. If you got to hit it from a different angle with the chipping hammer, the consistency, the consistency of chipping at concrete uh, causes several things. It causes the concrete to break, but the vibration of the hammer causes uh, not just the concrete to break, but it costs, it causes a ripple effect within the whole structure. And so I share that to say, just keep, go- if you believe in it, keep going after it. There, it could, it could look like a dead end. If there's a way you can find your way around it, find your way under it, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to, it's going to take hard work, but if you can find your way through it, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. The other thing I would say that I I have learned to do is to look at things in worst case scenarios, meaning sometimes when things come up, sometimes when situations happen, it's what is the worst case scenario that can happen? So the way I look at situations is, is this going to matter three weeks from now? Is this going to matter a month from now? What are the things that I can change about this situation? 
And if you look at all those things and you can answer one of those things, do that. If there's things that are out of your control, they're just out of your control. And you have to be okay with certain things being out of your control. Um, And looking at the worst case scenario helps you identify the things because I think we stress over things that we think we can control, but we really can't, you know? As a general contractor, it's difficult because everybody expects that you can control your subs. You know, my painter, my electrician, my drywaller. But if my drywaller has committed to doing something else, I can't I can't control that. I can be honest and ask him when he's available. I can um, maybe find someone else, but specifically him, I can't control that. If there are situations, if there are circumstances that you cannot control, free yourself from feeling like you have to be the one to solve the problem. You have to be the one to answer them. You know, yes, there's certain things you can get around, but if there's things that are out of your control, you just have to work with what you have. So subs tell me all the time, uh, like I had a, a situation last week. Hey, I can do the grease trap right away. Grease trap is five to seven days out. I told the owner that the, the plumber will start the next day because that's what he told me until the grease trap was delayed. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing the owner can do. There's nothing the plumber can do. So what can we do outside of that? And I think in situations like that, I think sometimes we get so frustrated because we can't change the situation. And there's a lot of pressure from people, from opportunities to want to change a situation that's just not able to be changed. Finally, I will say this, and this is what has helped me quite a bit. You have to change your angle, change the way you see things. There is, There was a podcast I was listening to or an interview I was listening to with Bishop Jakes and Stephen Furtick, and they were talking about uh, the book Soar. And one of the things that they were talking about was Bishop Jakes was at a Chamber of Commerce event and uh, the CEO of a prominent healthcare system was speaking to tons of CEOs, tons of business people, thought leaders um, in the area. And he said these words, he said, um, us CEOs, the CEOs who lead thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, we know how to pivot, we know how to shift, we know how to you know, motivate our teams, but the answer is not how you shift. The answer is, what are you willing to let go? What are you willing to leave behind in order to grow? And um, this by far has been one of the key things that has helped me uh, transition, helped me believe. What are you willing to let go? Because there's things about, about what you're doing, there's things about what you're trying to do that we wanna hold on to. You know, I used to I used to sign contracts for jobs and bid jobs and take projects because of cash flow. I have a staff, I have overhead and all that. And business people tell you, yeah, you got to do this to keep the lights on. But at the same time, what are you willing to let go? And I was and, and at the point, you know, we could have way more smaller projects, but I have committed to saying I'm not going to do any more smaller projects because I don't want to be identified as a contractor that does small projects. 
I want to be identified as a contractor that does larger ones. And so the thing that I had to do was let go of wanting the cash flow, wanting the ability to stay in business. Although that sounds super crazy, but live life on the edge to I've been working really hard at these large ones. They're getting really close. And so I'm going to commit to what I say and willing to let go of the small ones. It's been a challenge because, um, you know, there's so many things, so many problems that can be solved. So, you know, Bible says money answereth all things, but it's something that I have to be willing to let go. And I'm in the middle of it, guys. And I figured this was a good time to talk about it because a lot of people see entrepreneurship as, oh, my God, like, you know, this is amazing. Like, I, I think I don't know for sure, but um, the the local newspaper is possibly recognizing us for being one of the fastest growing companies this year. And that's that's amazing. But it comes with these choices, with these hard decisions deciding to grow, deciding to keep going, even when it's difficult, even when it's hard, even when it's painful, even when you don't understand, even when you don't have any money, somehow you got to keep going. You got to keep going. You have to keep pursuing. You have to keep uh, pushing through um, because the end is in sight. If you have the passion to do it, the resources, the the things are always going to be there. I'm in the middle of it. I'm going to see the end of it. I know I am, but I wanted to share this as fresh as I'm in it because I think it's going to help so many people that, you know, oh, like we're doing this much. We've done this much, you know, and here's the story behind it. The story behind it is this has to work or it won't work. (laughs) You know, I hope you're encouraged. I hope that you find the strength to keep going. Um, You find the strength to remember why you started from the beginning, why you did all the things that you've done to get to this point. Why? And if you can find a legitimate reason why, yes, we're all going to make mistakes. Yes, we're all going to have issues, circumstances. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. But if you can remember your why, if you can remember why you started, I think you will find that the end is going to pay off. It's always going to pay off. The seeds of difficulty always pay off. So uh, this is the Mackie Method. Uh, that was what's on my head and in my heart, and I want to share it with you. Uh, be tuned to tune in uh, later, and thank you so much for, for listening. Mm-hmm.